everybody welcome to the re-up this is episode two um where we discuss real stuff real life and of course real estate um, i'm your host mitch this is my co-host Shar. And today we got uh, two very important people in the building, um, two people that's responsible for keeping the fellas in Houston looking looking good. Ladies, too, if you get a cut. Um, so I'm going to let them go ahead and introduce themselves. Go. For those of y'all who don't know, I'm Low Almighty. I got, I've got i been cutting hair for five years now in Houston. I'm, I'm originally from Louisiana. Um, I be getting people right in the city, you know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Pete. Uh, AOFP on Instagram. You can follow me. Um, from California, originally moved to Texas in middle school. Got uh, to Houston. Just got here, really, on the 1st, April 1st. No sense. Tap in. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to go to uh, some of our icebreaker questions. <laughs> um, so our first icebreaker question. Actually, let's let's backtrack a little bit. Let's backtrack? Who are you wearing today? Oh, absolutely. All right, we got to shout out our Black-owned business. I am wearing Shock Fashion. This is from my girl, Larice. She is in Los Angeles. Um, she has one of the most amazing natural bodies ever. She's a personal trainer. Her clothes fit like a glove. Like, amazing. So I'm wearing a two-piece set. You can barely see it, but I'm wearing a two-piece set in this brown color. And the, it's very comfortable. I can't work out in it, but I like to use some workout clothes as fashion. So definitely wearing it as a fashion statement today because I'm going to pop outside. So, yep, I'm wearing What's her, what's her name? Larice? Larice. Her name is Larice. So we got to get Larice on the show. Absolutely. Oh, we got to get her on the show. She is show. a personal trainer, and she does not play, and her body is amazing. I have... The utmost respect for her, utmost respect for natural women. She does her big one. I'm proud of her. Okay, cool, cool. Me, I'm wearing Trust God. <clears throat> Navy blue and red. Shout out to Khalil behind the camera. Yes, Khalil. Um, I'm rocking his brand. He ain't give me no code this week. Oh. <laughs> he, he gave Shar a code two I'm weeks special. ago, CIV 10%. So, CIV 10? So use, use my code. Use her code get, to get. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a. We still gonna promo it. We you gonna use your code? Yes. C I V ten. Use my code. Absolutely. Bet. I would bet. love for you guys to do that. All right. Bet bet bet. So we are gonna go into the icebreaker segment. So the first question for the icebreaker for our guests. Low favorite vacation spot. Miami. Miami. Why Miami? I ain't really been out the country like that. Word. Okay. Okay. Pete. But Miami is a blast and a half. That's 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 the <laughs> Miami lit. What's your favorite wow. thing to do in Miami? Uh well my first time in Miami was which is my only time I was on a yacht. Okay, boat boat vibes. Yeah, boat vibes. Absolutely, so, absolutely. All right, Pete, what's your favorite vacation spot? I'm gonna have to say the same, Miami. Miami. Um, I got I got a passport. Been having a passport for two years. Just never went nowhere. But <laughs> Miami a thought trip. Though. Man, hey. Hey, don't be hating, Mitch. It's Miami. A you say it's a what? <laughs> Miami a thought trip. A thought trip. That's like I can't say. Yeah, yeah. I, agree <laughs> you. I agree. You know you. my favorite thing to do in Miami. People watch. A lot of people watch out there. You got to know some Spanish, though. Just, no, watching the people walk up and down. You will see some amazing things. Trust me. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So next one. We kind of went left with this one. Would you rather have a lazy partner or always busy partner? Lazy. Lazy? And I say lazy because I feel like I could pick up the slack. Like, I want to be the one to provide or whatever. But... I wouldn't pick a business partner because 
you know, I'm a cancer, so I need my attention. I need, <laughs> I need to be able to express Facts. my love. I need you to be able to receive it. So, you know what I'm saying? Facts. That's real. That's real. Be a little lazy. Okay. Pete, who you? <laughs> I'm going to say I always busy. I'm with Pete. I'm with Pete. Y'all don't want to see y'all don't want to see y'all. Listen, I'm already. I'm already busy. I feel like lazy partners don't understand when the other partner's busy. Mm -hmm. Mm. But you a woman though, like that's what I'm saying. That's the balance, like you know, Mm, low please. The woman is, you know, maybe a little bit. I'm I'm busy. I like a busy. Yeah. But it's it's two sides, it's two different cancers, you know. So it's like it's like you got this, you got you got the stereotypical cancers, you got the stereotypical what cancers. What month cancers are y'all? July, June. See, that's that's just different. Okay, so that's the difference. That's the point right there. July is different though. I ain't gonna lie. Okay, okay. Middle. There right. it is, bitch. You see what you see? That's, okay. So Pete, favorite luxury brand. Favorite luxury brand. I don't know. I'm going to say Gucci, I guess. Gucci? Yeah, okay. Go Gucci. Like, who your favorite luxury brand? Uh, I would say LV, but that's so typical. Uh, I say Prada. Prada. Ooh, I'm feeling Prada right now. That's my Prada been doing a big one. Prada mine. Mm-hmm. Very classy with Prada it, too, mine. baby. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I've been liking right. Prada, too. Most overrated luxury brand? LV. <laughs> really? You think so? LV is played out, man. There's so much fake LV these days. <laughs> that's, that's true. It's everywhere. Okay. Pete, was, I'm gonna say Versace. Versace. Yeah, Ooh. I'm just oh, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Versace, you know what, Pete? You absolutely right. Mm. Versace, okay. All right. Loud neighbors or nosy neighbors? Loud neighbors. Okay. I'm gonna say nosy. I like my these piece. cancers. Is cancer? I like. I like my peace. I like my peace and quiet. But how you gonna get peace if they nosy? They can look how they want. Okay, as long as they not. <laughs> 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 might, might show them some. <laughs> yeah, I like my peace. All right, so this last question. <laughs> this is a funny one, right? Well, since we got two barbers, what's the worst haircut y'all had ever did? On <laughs> And when, and when I say worst haircut, what's the worst haircut? Like, you look, you like, man, I know I fucked up. <laughs> like, I, what's that one? I uh, think. <laughs> y'all don't got a name I'm gonna drive, tell y'all but story. give us I'm the beats. I'm going to tell y'all a story about Pete. I'm going to let him see if he going to call it out first. But go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Who you got? Uh, nah, I'm going to let Logo No, nah, Logo first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my worst haircut? Um... And this is a Hispanic dude that came in, bro. And I learned on Hispanic hair, but every hair texture is not the same. Yeah. Like, so he wanted to design. He had it written down already how he wanted it. He and wrote it out like a tattoo? He put it on a paper. And that's like the worst thing you could do because it's not hair. <laughs> so when he when he got me to do it, man, I just, I, it, it didn't go well. It ain't go well. Yeah, I messed him up. I ain't going to lie. But that was at the beginning. Like, you know, that ain't happening these days. Yeah, yeah. We, we yeah. saw it, man. Yeah. So do you still know him? No, I don't know. <laughs> but I did like when I when I got actually good at cutting yeah. hair. He slid under my um my story and was like, "Why you ain't never cut my hair like that?" He did. Yeah, he hit me up. He said that. Yeah. <laughs> did he ever come back? No, he never come back. Damn oh, man. But All that's right. when I was charging like I want to say like fifteen dollars then. Oh, yeah. so. How much you charge now? A hundred. Hundred. Solid. Yeah. Hundred. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Pete, wish it was you. Like it's a setup, but uh, yeah, I got two actually. Oh, okay. And he know about both of them. So, <laughs> so one of them when I was in barber college, I chopped him up, and 
course, I'm in Barbacost, so I don't know what I'm doing. So Man, hey, let me tell y'all about the story. There. We in barber school. So I was in barber school, y'all, in 2017. Pete cut my hair and tried to do a, uh, what was it, a South of France? <laughs> what it was. That motherfucker looked like a, 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 what was it, like a moon? A girl from Mexico? Like, Man. Oh, my goodness. Like Egyptian tunes. Man. I, yeah. That what? What's the second? What's the second one? The second one. Remember you uh had linked me with um the local uh art not artist well he is an artist and like producer, XO, yeah out of Houston. You fucked him up. Say man, I knew I messed him up. <laughs> <laughs> I at sent, first, I at sent first, my man a referral. Say, <laughs> I pulled up and everything because at first everybody was like uh. Yeah, give me next. Give me Nick. <laughs> After I finished with him, everybody was like, "I'm good." <laughs> so what, what kind of what kind of cut you doing? Though? It was like, it was a regular, regular like, taper. taper. Yeah, he ain't shot me out nothing. Man, man I respect him for not like blasting man. me, but hey, damn. When was this? This is around the same time I was still in barber 2017. I was still oh, okay, I was still in okay. barber college, but okay. yeah. But they passed the bad cuts now. Oh yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They oh, solid, absolutely. Right? They won't be sitting here if they they solid now. Nah. Yeah, yeah. they solid. Proud of you guys. All right. So we're going to get into the real estate segment of the show. Of course, like I said, we talk about real life, real <clears> stuff. <throat> of course, real estate. Um, I had y'all send me a couple questions. Um, so the first question, I think it came from Lo. Um, he was like, uh, what is the process to become a realtor? So, Shar, you want to go ahead and, and hit on that? I'm going to speak on the being out of state part because... Um, I failed my real estate exam, the state portion, um, my first time taking it by one point. And I think like, damn, I, I would rather fail by 20 points than one because it was just like, are you fucking kidding me? So, but I don't know Texas. I didn't know Texas. I was only here for a while and Texas laws are just crazy. So when you become a realtor, you need to think about and learn about the place that you're at because it's different everywhere. I'm from across the country and I just, I'm a great test tester, straight A's. Like I just make good, I knew I was going to like do extremely well and I failed it. And the worst thing is they tell you you fail immediately after you take it. So um, the classes though, I was able to get them done in six weeks. Like I'm a woman of great balance. So there have been many times, and my friend Day is here, she's my witness, but we would lead to strip clubs and stuff, and I would have to be right back at class in an hour. So I would be in there because they offer weekend classes. How amazing is that? So what real estate I, school you go to? I went to the, the champion school of real estate um, here in Texas. We need the a best call school. for champions. We need a if, call for champions, if, absolutely. If, if they watch this show, yes. champions need to get all Yes, like and you know what? I was going to get one of those little... You could get your little classes for like three hundred or four hundred dollars on a yeah. little online, but I was like, I want the best because I'm foreign. I don't know shit, and so I was able to get my do uh, finish all the classes in six weeks. Okay. Um, mm. I took the test immediately after failed it. You can you got I think like forty eight hours to take it again. So I took it again, passed it, and so I had my license in under two months. That's not too bad. Do they show you what you got wrong? Nope. They don't. Damn. And it's a different test. It's just, it's crazy. But then when I passed it, I passed it extremely higher. So I guess it was just the type of day I was having or what I studied. But I remember like having to remember all that Texas, Texas stuff. Yeah, Texas or right? Yeah. And I, I think it depends though, because it's like I failed my, I felt the state three times. No, I felt the state four times and the national three times. Okay. I had to go back to real estate school. You, I was going to say you have to yeah, go back after the after third certain, time, you got to exactly. go back to real estate school yeah. and take six hours. And my professor, he was looking like, how'd you? How'd you do that? Yeah. I'm like, 
But you know what? Attention. Talk about the perseverance, right? There you go. Because we selling some houses. Now. Absolutely. There you go. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, what is a common mistake most realtors make earlier in their career? That's the second question from Love. Ooh, the most common mistake most realtors make early in their career. I would just say not lead generating, thinking that you don't have to do as much as you need to be doing, thinking mm -hmm. that it's just go come to you, thinking that, oh, I know me, I have a lot of a large following on Instagram. So I'm like, oh, like I'ma just tell them I'm a realtor and everybody's gonna come. No, you have to really work. It's way harder than I thought it was. The, the reason why I'm still persevering is because I love a challenge, but I really underestimated the work. I thought it was just like, I'm about to get this little license in six weeks and take off. Absolutely not. What about you, Mitch? I, I would say the same thing. Yeah. Like, like we hit on with Nicole two weeks mm -hmm. ago. Um, a lot of realtors get into it thinking like, oh, it's easy. I'm about to just post some pictures and I'm about to just dress luxurious and sell yeah. cribs. Mm -hmm. It is not like that. Like, I was fortunate to be able to sell houses. Like, I think I got my license in August. I closed on my first house in November. You know what I'm saying? Nice. That, ain't, that ain't what everybody do. So, um, but it's been some months where I went four or five months, like I said, not gotten paid. And mm -hmm. You got to make that one $12,000 commission stretch for six months. Mm. Can you do that? Yeah. And, and are you still going to be hungry yep. for the real estate? Exactly. After you go through that. So. And so one of the differences between <clears> me <throat> and Mitch is I'm a dual career agent. So I'm also a dyslexia specialist and he's a full time agent. And so when he talks about that hunger, I don't have that same hunger that he has. I, I admire it and I want it. But just naturally, I don't. I, I know I'm good. I know I can go do this. I know when my next paycheck is coming. I know that real estate is just extra money for me. I can go spend and blow and I don't have to worry about certain things. But because he has to do that, he's going to get way more clients than I am because yeah. he has to. Right. I don't have to. If I choose to, fine. If I want to, if I want to work a little hard today, fine. If I want to close the deal, fine. I don't have to. But if I had to, I would have a way more drive, way more clients than um, I do now. And so I, I, I admire that about Mitch. I so, think that's amazing. So, so when are you going full time? <laughs> Next question. Next. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so the next question came from Pete. He said, uh, conventional or VA? Why would one choose one over the other? Um, I'll go ahead and answer Absolutely. that. Um, I would say, um, of course, VA, if you get in 100%, you ain't got to pay property taxes. Um, I always tell people your your mortgage is made up of five different payments. Um, so if you go on FHA, it's made up of your principal and interest, PMI, and taxes, and then your homeowner's insurance. That Those five payments make up one mortgage payment, right? Um, if you 100% disabled veteran, those taxes is wiped out. So that might be the difference of your mortgage payment being $2,800 and mm. 1800 18, yeah, I was right? going to say eighteen so, too. <laughs> um, that would be the major difference. I would say a more, I would say a, a more comparable question would be the difference between conventional and FHA. Um, conventional, you don't pay PMI after you hit that 20% um, value, 20% equity in your home, PMI goes away. That PMI might add an extra $150 to $200 a month on your payment. FHA, you could put down half the price on the house. You're still paying PMI, and that PMI might be 
$250. So it, it just all depends. But but, some people that's going for that low down payment, like, yeah. Uh, yeah FHA, yeah, you yeah. know. And of course, so, yeah. yeah. If you go FHA, you, you put down a low 3. down payment. 3.5%. You can't beat that. You can't beat that. <clears throat> yeah, compared to conventional, depending if you got good credit, mm-hmm. you go 3%. Um, but the tiers are three, five, ten, fifteen, and twenty. Twenty. So, mm-hmm. um, that's I would say those are the major differences. Ooh, twenty is like twenty is a so, third. So if they throw like they throw a sheet of paper in front of the lender or the seller on a, a table and say one, this paper says VA, this one says conventional. Which one are they going to typically go with first? If if you're a vet, I would say it comes down to. I would say it comes down to if you're the the disability rate because, like I say, if you're hundred percent. VA hands down, mm-hmm. but even then, if you aren't a hundred percent, you could work towards that. And then, if you get a hundred percent two years later after you own your house, you just go back down to. So the neither county. one is harder than the other for them to deal with. No, nah, I, w- I would say VA VA appraisers are more strict. So when you get your house appraised, so the bank has to make sure if I'm getting this loan for three hundred thousand, um, obviously the bank got to make sure this house is worth that, right? Mm-hmm. So. FHA appraisals are a little bit less strict. They'll let some stuff ride. Conventional, I would say it's the next step up from that. But VA appraisers are like, they strict. Okay. Yeah, they, they real strict. So like certain painting ain't right if, you know, certain, if a gas line ain't connected or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, if something in the house ain't right, that VA appraiser is a little bit more strict. But overall, the process with the loan is going to be the same. So Okay. Mm. That's for my veterans out there, man. Like, like, I appreciate <laughs> Shout it. Shout out to the vets. Yeah. If you a vet, hit up me or Shar. We're going to take care of you and get you in the crib. Um, P also asked, for someone who wants to continue to rent because of convenience and not putting money into a home, why should they want to buy anyway? Oh, let me go because, oh, we, Pete, this is a great question. That's a good question. This is a great question. And I've learned something and it really coincides with this question. So I am a renter. Like I was, I told myself I will always rent a house probably for the rest of my life. I like to move around. I I don't, you know, I'm a single woman. I like to just be, I like to do what I want to do. But I have two friends, teacher friends and they have houses that they haven't even been in for two years and they want to move somewhere else. And my one teacher friend, uh, she got $60,000 in two years from her that, property appreciated. That, that equity. She used it to put down on her new three-story place mm. and still pocketed about 40K mm. to herself, just put up. And she wasn't even in a house in Katy for two years. My other teacher friend is about to... Um, relocate and she already know that her equity is probably between <coughs> like 70, 80 and she has not even been in hers for that long. And so I do still want to stay in like renting because that's just what I do. But I definitely want an investment property. Okay. So you can do both. You don't have to live because I don't intend to live in it at all. But to see something appreciate that much and I feel like it's only going to keep getting better and I just want to sit on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just yeah. sit on it right, yeah. and rent it out. Airbnb. I don't know. I'm going to do something with it. But I I was very envious of those ladies. I said, ain't no fucking way. <laughs> yeah. And I, I would say most people don't. I don't think a lot of us, especially in our culture, African-Americans, I don't think we really 
grasp the home buying process, yeah. right? Because um, when I talk home buying to people, people are like, man, I don't want to stay in Houston for 30 years. You, know, mm. you got to. That's um, exactly what it you, sounds you like, though. You don't have to, right? I, get up I tell people, you got to live <laughs> to stay, you got to pay to stay somewhere. If you're going to pay to stay somewhere, you might as well get paid to do it, right? right. So if I'm renting for five years, when you move out that apartment five years, you put down at a $1,000 or $500 deposit, you ain't getting that back. If you manage your TV, you definitely ain't getting it back. They taking it <laughs> off the, you know, the maintenance fee. But um, I'd rather stay in a place, even if it gains $8,000 in equity a year, eight times five, you know what I'm saying? You're talking $40,000 in five years of money that you ain't had to put away from barbering, that you ain't had to put away from your nine to five, 40 grand in five years to stay somewhere at that five year mark, if you want to and I, I tell people, yo, equity, you don't even have to use it to purchase a new house. You, don't. you might be like, hey, I want to take my equity, sell my house and invest it into my business. Right. I might want to take it and yeah, I might want to use half to yeah. put towards my business or buy a new house. I might want to take it to pay off all my debt. You know, your equity don't doesn't have to be used to purchase a new home. You can use it to leverage whatever financially you want to leverage. So um, I always tell people like real estate is the easiest way to gain wealth. And it's like, yeah, renting is cool. It ain't coming with responsibilities, but if you want to see some real, you want to see some real paper, you gonna right. Yeah, go ahead and make that, make that, make that purchase. I also think it depends on location because I was never exposed to that back in Cleveland, and I would yeah. never buy a house in Cleveland. And yeah. ever since I moved to Houston and seeing how y'all properties appreciate y'all, how y'all builders care and put a lot into these homes, I've just been amazed. Yeah, and that's what made me want to get into. It. And then seeing people that our regular nine of fivers, like such as myself, have all this equity. Like, what are you, what are you, don't even, yeah. you don't even need this. What you <laughs> yeah. doing with this? Give yeah. me, you know, it's, it's been, it's been such a great experience. Okay. Okay. All right. So now we're going to get into the questions for the barbers. Um, who going to go first? Peter Love. Either, either way. Right? Yeah, yeah, so we're going to go, we'll go with Pete. What got you into barbering, man? Honestly, uh, I like the job that I had before. I was working with kids. I was trying to be a social worker. Okay. And uh, I found that I was having a son. And my cheap ass, I, I'm the type to get a haircut every week. Yeah. And I, I can't get a haircut because my son not have a haircut. Yeah. I ain't finna pay for two haircuts every week. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'm going to just go to barber. Well, I, was, I said that I was going to learn how to cut hair so I can get go still go get my haircut. Yeah. And chop him up. But I ain't want to put no bumps in the back of his neck. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to go to Barbacoz so I can see how not to do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and then if anything, if I'm going to learn something, I might as well get a certificate or, you know what I'm saying? Right. Some type something of to show for it. Yeah, exactly. So that's really what it was. Pete, how much was barber school at the time when you went? Well, free for me. But uh, the technical answer is 17500 $17, And do you get financial aid? This yes. is just for people out there that okay, yes. so they don't have to cough up that seventeen right out of pocket. They you were able to get some type of assistance. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Financial aid. Hello, we got you in the barber. Uh, well, I grew up in the barbershop, so it's been a part of my whole life. Like I have aunts that own hair salons. My cousin owned the barbershop. My dad cut my hair. My stepdad cut my hair. Yeah. So you were so, destined. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that till later. Like, yeah, okay. I always thought like, okay, nah, I never want to be a barber. I'm in here sweeping up hair. Like, I don't want to be here all day. Facts, mm -hmm. facts. But um, I think, you know, going through my trials and tribulations with football and stuff like that, like, and my parents moved to Houston. Yeah. And at the time, I think I was like 20. 
And I was like, you know what? I want to go to Houston, but I don't want to just go to Houston and go back to school and get into debt and all that. I just want to come up with a plan. I'm like, well, this has been a part of my life, my whole life. So right, I might right. as well just go serious, go hard, and take it serious. So move to Houston, set a plan, and finish school, and I'm here now. So, Lo, since you have so many of these back, this much background, um, how's your support system with, with uh, that? Since you know all these people and all these people and being your family, do y'all support one each other? Oh, uh, I would say so, but more so like on a, you know, you know, congratulations. Right. Or, you know, okay, from a little yeah, distance. you're doing good. Yeah. Okay. 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 But not like on a crazy scale. Okay, so y'all don't like collaborate and do nothing like that. <laughs> not yet. Okay. Maybe one yet. day. Okay. One day. One I'm day. still new though. It's only been yeah. five years. Five years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that for you. Yeah, appreciate it. I'm gonna say this too. Um, even while I was in Barber College, I still never planned on cutting hair full time until uh, I graduated. Uh, I took a week vacation from my job, and I went to a, that vacation time. I took to go inside a shop and just just see what it was like. I guess luckily, uh, <laughs> I went in during holiday season, so I'm chopping, and that was like the most money I ever made. In a week, okay. Like my the job I had before that, uh, I made more than I made more in that week than I made in like the two weeks. Okay. So that's what made me say, if that job and so we. And you there. say luckily, but I think that was just a part of your plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Part of the plan. Mm-hmm. That happened to me too, though. Like when I first moved to Houston, I worked at PacSun, and I went from PacSun to working at uh, valet driver at the West End Hotel. Yeah. And I was working overnight, so just one day I was working. Overnight, and then I get up, go to school, get out from school, go work in the mall, and cut hair. Yeah. So, you know, with that schedule, like, stuff just got too crazy to where it was hard for me to, like, stay awake at work. Yeah. So I ended up getting fired, but that put that pushed me to take it to the next level. Yeah, like that fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you like, had start to. Stuff. Yeah. So, that, so I, I, that's it take us to our next ice, uh, not icebreaker, but it take us to our next question. What tips do y'all have? Because obviously y'all both entrepreneurs. Y'all don't work for nobody. Y'all don't clock in. What uh, tips do y'all have for people, whether it's in barbering or just anybody, whether they trying to do a cosmetic business or any type of entrepreneurial endeavor? What what tips do y'all got for them? Uh, I would say um, consistency is like magic. Like if you put your mind towards something, there's no way you can't do it. Right. Unless you you're not consistent. Like, as long as you're consistent, you can do anything that you want to do. You could be a barber. You can invest into some other things, get money in other ways, and, you know, rack up on assets and stuff like that, and you'll be good. So if you want to start this um, and you're willing to dedicate two, three years just to be solid, you know what I'm saying, to where you can move around and do other things, you can do it. Okay. Really quick question um, for Lo while we're here. Um, does the learning ever stop? It doesn't. It doesn't? Okay. Pete, it doesn't stop. No. You're always learning, always growing, always persevering. Six years in, I'm still learning. I love oh. that for y'all. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But um, I guess my advice would be some us, us, um, skill or exercise that we learned in elementary school, critical thinking. So it's like you can. I lost my train of thought. But anyways, critical thinking. Uh, just when your back is against against the wall, like what are you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? So it's the multiple ways to gain clientele. You got now you got social media, you know, you can pay for ads. Like it's just so many ways. You can do the footwork if you want to be old school with it. So I, I do it now in my apartment. Mm-hmm. So when I walk around, see us out there and I pass out my car. It's just it's just plenty of ways to put yourself out there. You just gotta go go figure it out. 
Yeah, and and I, I think we right now everybody see you know you get on TikTok and you see mm. you get on Instagram and you see people that's in barbering, cosmetics, all these different industries, and you see people make videos on oh, how to make a hundred thousand dollars in six weeks, right? Everybody think that's that's your reality, man. And I tell people like, yo, that's like so minute in the grand scheme of everybody that's really doing this, man. So mm-hmm. that's that's important, y'all hit on that. You know what I'm saying? Critical thinking and that consistency. So, well, I guess um, that takes us into our next question. Yeah, right? like what's yeah. the what's the pros and cons of being a barber slash business owner? Let's start with the pros. Um, pros. Uh, well, the pros only come if you have clientele and if you you know have good conversation and get knowledgeable about your craft and get knowledgeable about people's you know hair. Um, well, being all that will generate great clientele. You know, you make well, you can put your price to whatever you feel like you're worth. You know, what I'm saying uh, you can pretty much just go as far as you want with Barbara. You can make you can you can make a million dollars cutting hair. Mm-hmm. You just have to apply yourself. Okay, so I guess I guess like a, what you're saying is like you're limitless. Limitless. Okay, mm-hmm. absolutely. Limitless. <laughs> no, that's right. Limitless. <laughs> limitless. All right. So, Lo, what's a pro? Uh. To me, uh, pro, you know, is the mindset. Mindset, like, okay. I know y'all want to ask about, like, we asking pros and then cons, but for yeah. me, there is no cons. That's nice. Better. It's only your mindset. A mindset yeah. could tear a dream down faster than a con can, because that's only just the way you're looking at it. Yeah. In my better. book, like, it ain't no, it's no cons. If I'm thinking, like, I'm going to get here, I'm going to get here. Khalil, yeah, so can we put that on a shirt? Can you say that again? Yeah. That was nice. <laughs> what do you say? Um... Dang, I forgot. I forgot it already. Yeah, he said it could. It could. It could. I'm glad this recorded because that was that was that was well, that was that like, part. Basically, what he's saying is, if you got Plan A, you don't ain't no reason to make. Yeah, no there's plan no B, cons C, if you if yeah, you if you thinking right. Come okay. on, Lo, come through. I appreciate you. Okay. Wait, I have a question. Because I really want to know this. How much science? Can I go back to the pros? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I'm sorry. Absolutely. Pros. Uh, for let's just. You know, tap on uh, mental health. Uh, cutting hair is therapeutic. You get you get lost. Like if you're drawing, you can just sometimes you catch yourself just just getting lost in your craft. Like you just just going in. You know, you you lose track of time. You just in your thoughts. Just everything's the same as cutting hair. You just sitting there, you fading, and it just it's just beautiful. I don't know. It's just I love it's it. It's like your own sound. Yeah, you just <laughs> you just getting lost in your own little world. That's valid. That's valid. There's no there's no word. I would rather be in my in my own world. So mm. I know that's right. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Wait, you was about to ask about science. Yeah, like because he was saying like you have to be knowledgeable about about people's hair and things like that. And to me, like that's all science. You know what I mean? Just knowing certain things. So that's why I was asking like. I know in, in school, y'all had to do certain stuff that was like science and it's like that stuff might not apply um, right now to, you know, but even when you were saying like you would have someone with different texture mm-hmm. or something like that, like, is it still like that scientific or it's like if anybody's sitting in your chair, y'all could just, you know, like. I think anybody at this point, any, anyone who gets in my chair, I can cut the hair. Period. It's hair at the end of the yeah. day now, but yeah. starting So out, you're knowledgeable about everything and it's like. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. Pete. Yeah, it gets to the point to where it's like a second language. You okay. just, you just know. <laughs> yeah, no, no more, no more thinking too much behind no, it. You just go for it. 
and you be in your own world. That's how you get All lost right. in your own world. All right. <laughs> That's valid. Valid. All right. So what's 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 next? What's next for Low? What's next for Pete? Barbering? Are y'all investing? What what's, what y'all got? Don't give all don't give away all the secrets, but what can you tell us? What what y'all got? I'm I'm really like a freelancer. I just I just wake I wake up with different ideas every day. Yeah. But barbering keeps me like level. Damn Mitch. But uh, yeah, bar barbering barber keeps me uh maintainable. Like I can maintain through whatever I decide to do in the future. I'm comfortable barbering right now, but I know that this is not it for me. Pete, I love how creative you are. Like, I could just tell that you're a creative person. You're just like, I wake up like, you know, it's just, I think you're a creator. Yeah, I'm the other, the the other side of the yeah, It's the cancer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all try to get on us at first about cancer. Yeah. We really the, okay, we really the yeah. best. You. You're just so creative. I admire that. Okay. Love what you got next for us. Um, You know, Magician can't reveal his secret. <laughs> okay. okay. I will say like, um... I want to create, I want to bring this platform to the next level in ways that I haven't seen before. Cause gotcha. I grew up in a barbershop um, and I've seen a lot, I witnessed a lot, I dealt with all type of different people and stuff like that while being in the game myself. So I want to connect with the community more. Okay. I want to, you know, have a platform for people to come to and just network or learn something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you want a service. Exactly. And that's what we're here to do. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I want to take it to the next level. So that's hair shows. That's I can't tell y'all. But, but we know we know it's more to come. Yeah. It's All right. Come. Stay so, so, so in real estate, we talk about value, like knowing different things and knowing loan products and all kind of stuff to bring value as a as a real estate agent. So as a barber, what's some things you think? What would you tell that new barber out there? They can add to their repertoire right now to add value compared to their peers right now. Like what's something that you look at this barber's page and you be like, man. They ain't really doing that, or that ain't really common amongst others. Like, what what's something that y'all seeing right now? Um, I think the thing with the newer barbers is the why. Like, why am I doing this? Why, why am I working these hours? Why am I sitting in this shop if I'm not, you know, might not be busy all the time or whatever? When you know your why, you you know your why. Like, it's your passion. It's what drives you. It's what you know keeps you going to where you you know where you. And going. that's across all domains. Yeah. Anything. Yep. Yeah. Nice. You know that. I mean, I agree with that. I was just telling somebody earlier, like if you know your plan and your end goal, everything else got to add up to get to that to that end point. So that, right. that's, that's that's facts. All right. So we're gonna switch it away from the barber and we're gonna go to our uh, for the culture topic today. So everybody here watch Power. Everybody Power watchers. Everybody. We know some of the everybody, characters. Everybody Snowfall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If y'all got a partner with somebody. Who y'all partnering with, man? Tariq or, or Franklin? I think we all gonna agree and say Franklin. Nah, bro. Franklin, mm -hmm. he, so? done, he done, he done cut mean, everything off. Oh, no, Franklin. He done got treacherous out here. So if, if you working with Franklin, you gotta be a real gangster to work with Franklin. Man. It ain't no. I feel like Franklin is, he he takes less more shit than Tariq. Like I feel like Tariq mm -hmm. sometimes let his emotions um, getting away of certain things. I feel like Frank, Franklin is just more headstrong and he's more focused on the money and, and what, what we got to do. I agree. Um, Tariq is, it's a gamble. 
But Tariq, he get the bag though. He's smart. He get the bag, but he always he, he never top bag. dog. It's like somebody always in his face, like on them London people. Like it's like oh, somebody always hoeing him, and he got a Kane, even Kane. You know what I mean? No, I'm with Franklin. But at the same time, like he a good team player. He is. So you rather with Tariq? That's that's player. what I'm saying. Look, if that's look, what you want. I take him under my wing and be like, look, <laughs> we gonna make these moves. So you basically. See now, yeah, yeah. See, that's why you got to go with Franklin. Franklin. You know what I'm saying? He he, more of like a lone wolf type dude. Yeah, and so and that type of game shit. Nah, Franklin different though. Yeah, no. <laughs> you got to be a real gangster though. Like Franklin, kind of different. But you know, Franklin gonna get the job done. Like, that's if you, what if you, I'm saying. If you, if you, if you trying, if we talking about the end somebody that's gonna get some, exactly. Get it done, yeah. Franklin, no, yeah. no, no, that's fact. no excuse, yeah. no nothing. Like Absolutely, because I don't want my work going through course correct. And I, and, and I don't want to be on court <laughs> with my friend and this, this, yeah, this. And, and then I got my dad's reputation. <laughs> yeah. That's the fucked up part. Then, he's, he's always gonna be under radar. Then you walking Tariq, everywhere. Please. I gotta worry about somebody seeing you. Tariq ain't got. Tariq don't have a car. You know what I'm saying yeah. he really yeah. don't. I just thought he about that. He's easier to catch. Now I you mean, late. Yeah, you late everything. Yeah, he's too much. And his dad kind of already like ruined. Like. He's never gonna be. And then he chasing after his father's footsteps. It, it, yeah, person. it's just too much. Franklin just. Y'all got Tariq. But if you <laughs> set the team up, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I take little little man under my wing. You know Tariq, what I'm saying? Okay, okay. But you okay. gotta damn near be as smart as him. I ain't saying I'm not. <laughs> he's smart enough. You but know, if he, I did, he's smart. if he's I smart. did sell, smart. if I did, if I was in that lane, I ain't putting my shit on course correct. We ain't going through the internet. That <laughs> we is ain't doing kinda, that. right. I mean, not ain't putting it in Starbucks cups. But Brayden and, is his pop, like you know what I mean. And, and I think people don't give him enough credit as well. He got the motion. Brayden crazy. He he got the motion. Yeah. I think they are good for each other. <laughs> Franklin gonna get you killed, man. Definitely. Yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta have you just gotta life insurance. Just cover your Like you said, you gotta be a gangster to rock with him. <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta have life insurance to hang you with him. You got to. <laughs> you for sure. Life insurance for sure. Which take us into our next question. People that don't have life insurance is blind. Blue checks. <laughs> Wait, please. <laughs> How y'all feel about Wait, that? Man, they got the people. the transition was seamlessly. <laughs> no, but that's valid, though. That's valid. That's valid. Please stop. That's valid. Wait, before we start, who got a blue check? poetry. Check? Who got you bought a blue check? No. Bro. You bought I'm, one? No. You, I ain't bought one. Nothing against no the people check. that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nothing against people that do that. You know How you going to be verified now after it ain't even, like, you could buy it now? Like, How much if, does it cost, Mitch, since you know about it? It's like four. Is it what? It's like 15, four, it's like four, 15, 15, dollars. Uh, what a month? Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh. But I mean, that's not bad. But it's like, what's the purpose? What's the, yeah, but everybody can have it now. What's y'all? So I would say, better question. What's y'all thoughts on everybody feeling like in society now, um, feeling like they need that validation? Like, what, what's well? Can I tell you what someone said on somebody? Because I really be on social media for the comments. So somebody had got a blue check and posted that they got one. And the girl had commented under him, like, was this really an accomplishment? And so then he responded like, yes, this was because people know that I'm uh, he sells dogs. Okay. And he was like, people, I have, there have been many fake accounts made after me and people know that I'm legit and that my business is real and that I this, this, this. So I guess he was looking at it from a point where I'm verified, like the people that are coming to me knowing that I can 
this is a business and they can get a dog from me and and they'll be okay and things like that. So he was saying it in that way, that's which the, I kind of understood. That's the that's what it's supposed to be for. Yeah, to avoid the fake pages mm-hmm. of this, this, this. And he really does sell pets. And you know how naive we are. My friend here today done got scammed. <laughs> no, but but look what we go to though. Look, look, look what we go to though. The first thought is everybody want to be famous. Versus she got the, she got the blue check. You got a, you ain't get one. No, but she, no, I'm saying people get scammed on there, so to have the blue check. Oh, so you like, said she got scammed, but she didn't get it. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, somebody offered to give her a blue check. No, no, someone, <laughs> someone asked her. her to send money. That she, it was a fake page, and she thought it was a real person, and she sent oh. it. So the blue checks kind of validate who you are. Like, okay, don't so you send won't your send money, money to this fucking is, person. They're still in my scammed. page. Buy a blue chick. Yeah, you can. I mean, now, but you got to think the now. way the scammers got, work. I mean, you can really you can make it. you can make fake IDs. I'm gonna make this page after low and still. <laughs> I mean, scam, I mean, now I feel like it's gonna be you know. But that was that, I'm just saying that was his response to her, and I kind of resonated with it. Got like it. I get I get what he's saying. He want to be official for his dog selling business. Mm. Okay. That's bad. He don't want the fake pages to. But if what, the, y'all, what y'all think? Y'all getting blue checked as, as barbers? Nah, man. I'm saying nah right now. I have a business name. You got so, a business name. From my understanding, like when you try to get a, a verification check or whatever, you have to put your real name. Like it has to show on your bio. Right. And I don't want that. But oh, it's, it's they nice. did say that because you yeah. got to show your ID. It got to match the, the identification. Exactly. I get that part, but at the same time, <clears> like at this point, if you got to pay for it. It ain't, it ain't no point in getting it. Because you still can get scammed either way. It could still be, a, in that aspect, it could still be a smart yeah. investment. That's what I'm just saying. That was, that was some so y'all agree with the blue check? I ain't. I, I agree know. with it. I ain't and getting it. What she right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't agree with it at all. So but Char- when I saw his paragraph, I was like, all right, I see what that means. But I don't need no blue check. So Shar and Pete going to get a blue check, y'all. <laughs> I'm going to check y'all. No. <laughs> 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 Man, y'all better not have no blue check. Nah, I'm, I don't want to get no blue, blue check, check, man. Unless they give it to me. Right. Right. Even LeBron said he not paying for it. So. And he got it. Yeah. <laughs> he said he not paying up for that. LeBron could pay for all our blue checks. Yeah. No, he said he not. So, so I'm starting with Cleveland. Okay. <laughs> so, any any last thoughts, man? Which uh, any last comments for the people before y'all get up out of here, man? Okay. Let's go to a barber question. I'm gonna ask you as a woman and you as a man. What is a comfortable amount that you think a haircut should cost? Oh, this is this is my client, right? <laughs> hey, hey, I would say. Well, when he told me what he charged, I was like, it, it just, I choked. I, I would say when it comes to the amount, it depends. Uh, I mean, he gonna pay it regardless. It's just his. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a, I'm a pay it. I'm a pay it regardless. Like, but I can't understand like how if somebody was. Depending on how much money you make, a hundred dollars might be, you know, after somebody pay bills, like they might have. The dent, two, you don't, he don't want them. He that's don't. That's not the clientele exactly. you want. That's you, it. you you go you go after the clientele that you want, and that hundred dollars allows space to be open, because you have those. So, so somebody asked me uh, the, yesterday while I was while I was cutting uh, hair, he said, uh, so um, what's what's the next step as far as like once you start getting booked. All day, and you don't have any open availabilities. What What are you gonna do after that? I said, uh, I'm gonna go up in price. Yeah, because that that makes the people that we don't want 
to fall off and it makes room for the people that will actually pay more. I, no, I get three would be one. Mm-hmm. I get people I get people every day asking to skip or asking to, uh, if they can get in if they don't see any uh, slots open. And I'm, and I, but me, you know, my morals, I'm not going to let anybody skip anybody and like that. But they'd tell me like, hey, I'll pay extra. I'll pay extra. Yeah. So once I raise the price, the people that don't want to pay that, they're going to get out the way. It's going to make room for the people that will. Mm-hmm. So, so to kind of hit on that more shit, because what, five years ago, haircuts was what, like... I told him 20, I was like $25. $25? Yeah. yeah. So five years from now, where do y'all see the pricing of of a good barber? I ain't talking about Joe Schmo, but like of an actual good barber. Where do you see that pricing at in like the next three to five years? Three to five years. Like on average, like if you had to put a stamp on it, where would you see a that price? I think if I, just, if I just had to say the, the average price of a barber in three to five years... It's gonna be fifty flat. Like even if you trash or if you decent, it's gonna be fifty. Three to five. For, I'm talking about just like uh, across average. the board. Across All right. The board. So on the high end, where would you see it at? Like that that high end. If they're charging one hundred now, I definitely see that. I feel like they're gonna be charging like one hundred fifty dollars. Not for no trash barber. I'm talking. It's oh, it's, it's more okay. trash barbers out there than it is good. Barbers. Okay. All right, so for the good okay. ones. So for I'm the saying good like, ones. for the oh for the good ones for the good ones where you see they average at. In three to five years, a hundred. He had he had a game right now, but it's gonna be it's gonna. I think be. I think I can see like good barbers, right? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of trash barbers, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's offset. A lot of people who really not that good, they charge like fifty, sixty, That's, two. Yeah. So I think for a good barber, probably like one fifty. Three to five Ooh. years though. Three to Lows five years. with me. Y'all better have a yeah. so y'all cost, cost you gotta, of living. You gotta think about the everything. demographics too, because I remember I was on TikTok one day, and one of my videos went viral. And I was, I had put my price. This is when I had charged forty dollars, and people in the comments was going crazy about that forty dollars. Mm-hmm. This was like a year ago. It was like forty dollars. Where I'm from, we pay twenty dollars. We pay ten dollars. We pay fifteen dollars. So Damn. it depends. The demographics. <laughs> Damn, I'm telling you, like in, in Louisiana, they're not paying fifty. They're no, not paying forty. Yeah, no way. My city, they barely paying fifty. You know what I'm saying? So it just depends on the demographic. Houston, yeah. So like Houston, Dallas, yeah. LA, Miami, Atlanta. They, they, yeah, Atlanta, they paying up hundred. But it's the same like with makeup. Like I remember like when I was like graduating from college and stuff, my makeup was like sixty bucks. And now makeup be over a hundred dollars for mm. a couple hours. I might wear that makeup for three days. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna just have to keep wearing it. You know, makeup be like one twenty, one thirty. And how long it lasts? Just for the night. Nah. We can't do that. You know, <laughs> like that's how it be. Like, but if you want to have your birthday, this, 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 you want to get your makeup done. Makeup used to be so cheap. Like, makeup was really cheap. And now I'm like, oh my God, I got to figure out how to do my own makeup. So, mm. okay, okay. Well, yeah, that's, that is it, man. I got I'll one more for go the, I asked about the barber. I got one more for the real estate. Is this y'all's in, in goal or do y'all see y'all doing something? What, as far as real estate? No, just in general. Like, do you see yourself doing something after real estate? Does it go above real estate or beyond real estate? Or so I, I would say my end goal is not to work after 40. So I'm 30 right now. So that's 10 years of me doing everything I got to do right now from today up until my 40th birthday to be like, yo, I'm good financially to where I ain't got to work. So rather it's real estate, investing, a combination of the two, and this over here, whatever that looks like, that's that's what I'm doing. So Not work? Like, what do you mean? Like, I don't want to work, Pete. I don't want to. I'm the opposite. Yeah. I don't want to work. Like I ain't. I'm not working. Like I ain't. 
Yeah. 30s. So what do you got to say about like Jay-Z and, a, and bill, other billionaires and millionaires that's still working? I feel like that's 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 a little bit different. Um, but for what I want to do, like I want to, you know, God willing, I'm married. I want to just travel and be like, hey. So you want to have money? Gener- yeah, I want I want to have my money. Yeah, I want to have gener- money generating in. Um, I would say if I had to say something, my goal is to like build homes. Um, okay. If I could do one one to two homes a quarter, four to eight homes a year, and profit anywhere from eighty to one hundred and twenty thousand dollars profit off of those homes, that's what that would be ideal. But before before that, like I said, leveraging my real estate for money and savings and different investments I'm, I got right now to, to when I'm 40, I'm going to just wake up and be like, hey, <laughs> babe, we going to Turks and we gone. Like, yes, that's, that's, that's what it's going to be. So Let's I'm be- a little different from Mitch. Um, and I said this on a, like last, last episode, I believe, but I think that God put us here to service. And so I feel like I'm going to be a woman of service probably for the rest of my life. And it's not going to be like, like right now I service with dyslexia and then I'm transitioning into service in real estate. I don't know. I could see myself across the world speaking to women or just at seminars or doing anything, any type of service. That's what I plan to do for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So I got a question. And if Jay-Z want to buy out our podcast, he could do that too. <laughs> I was just about to go there. Like, yeah, Jay-Z could know. buy this podcast out. Yeah. We're going to keep doing it. We're going to time 50. He's about to say low. I was just going to say, like, what if the podcast just take off, like, on a whole nother scale? This is a service. That means someone's listening, someone's getting in. For- My whole true. thing is for people to gain wisdom, gain knowledge. Don't DM me and ask me, how did I lose this weight? Or how did I do this? Or how did I do this? I'm posting free game. You can see it. It's accessible to you. It's free. It's a service. It's going to help you. It's going to change you. So if if someone, if this podcast blows up, and, and we're moving around and we're speaking to someone. People are listening and they're gaining something from it. We provide a service. Yeah. Okay. What about you? What your own question? My angle? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he trying to get two fifty a cut. <laughs> <laughs> he said for real. <laughs> my angle. Oh. Uh... So I guess I, I'm gonna say you. I'm a yeah. for, forever a servant. Like I just want to go walk around servicing people. I guess in the, everywhere, in the best ways I can. And guess what, Pete? You'll always be blessed. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. facts. All right. I, I want to be blessed in Jamaica. <laughs> but on that note, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up, man. I appreciate y'all for coming in, answering these questions, man. Yes, sir. Can y'all drop y'all social media one yeah, more yeah. time tell, for yeah, tell our people, followers, please? Yeah. Tell people how to find um, y'all, how to book if they want to cut. Yeah, y'all yeah. both in Houston. Go ahead and drop all that info for the people. Yeah, y'all can follow me at Low Almighty, L-E-A-U-X, Almighty on IG. Um, if you need to book an appointment, you can just click the link in the bio, press book, and you know we got Mike, I press. Yeah, <laughs> right. now, you can follow me at A-O-F underscore Pete. Uh, Instagram, same thing through all social media flat platforms. A O F P. And you got like you could just go to book, press book, or is it a link? Oh no, D- link. DM. 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 Okay. DM. DM. Okay. Well, yeah, that's I, it. And I'll send you the link because. <laughs> oh. Because you know, I, I don't know if you ever get that. People go on your page and serious inquiries only. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. once you DM me, I'll send you the booking link. So you know, so I know it's real. Gotcha. Right. So you know it's real. <laughs> Say less. <laughs> Bet, bet. Well, like I said, man, I appreciate y'all for coming out, man, and 
that's the end of episode two. Um, everybody make sure y'all tune in in two weeks for episode three. See who our new guest is going to be. Um, you got any final words? No. Be great, gentlemen. Be great. DM me, but don't it DM me. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all start saving up because cuts is going to 150. And they are. <laughs> Peace. All right.